Well, there have been three major developments at the Copenhagen Climate Talks today. Um, the first is another leaked text of a draft agreement. This time it seems to have a bit more substance to it than the so-called Danish draft that was released a couple of days ago, um, which caused a lot of controversy, which uh, a lot of which seemed to have been whipped up by the NGOs and didn't really have a lot of substance behind it. Uh, this text does look like something like the real thing, the actual text of what could be an agreement that leaders will sign off on next Friday. And so it's very interesting to have a look at it. Um, what it shows really is that there is an agreement starting to take shape, but there are still some big gaps that need to be filled in. A couple of the crucial things that still have yet to be resolved. Um, one is the question of whether the commitments made by developing countries to curb their emissions, not to cut them completely, but to curb how much they'll grow. Uh, there's a, a grey area over the, whether those commitments will actually be legally binding or not, and Europe and uh, other developed countries want them to be legally binding. That's something that the Chinese and other developing countries have so far resisted pretty strongly. Uh, and there's also a question mark over the size of the cuts in emissions that developed countries will make. Um, there's a range suggested in this draft document of between 25 and 40 percent from uh, 1990 levels by 2020. And that's a level that quite a few developed countries have quite big problems with. They're not prepared to make cuts of that size. And so that's uh, another issue yet to be resolved. So although as I say, an agreement is starting to take shape. There's still some hard negotiating to be done between now and Friday. Uh, second uh, interesting thing that happened was we had uh, an offer of funding from the European Union of 2.4 billion euros a year over three years to help poor countries cope with the effects of climate change. This is not to curb carbon dioxide emissions or anything, not, not to stop climate change, but to, as I say, help them cope with the effects. Um, that's not an enormous amount of money as these things go when you think that people have been talking about sums in total for the whole kind of climate change package uh, in the hundreds of billions of dollars. Uh, 2.4 billion a year is not an enormous amount, um, but it's still being received very positively and there's, there's quite a lot of uh, optimistic talk about it as a, a symbolic gesture that there is real money being put on the table, even though it must be said uh, some of that money will come from existing aid budgets. But even so, uh, it's getting quite a good reception here in Copenhagen and people including the UN are saying that it's a, a major step in the EU showing willing about being prepared to put money down. Uh, the final thing that's happened has been the, it's been business day today uh, in Copenhagen. There's been a lot of top businesses, uh, a lot of energy companies in particular, talking about uh, the climate change talks and uh, what the, the talks mean for them. Um, so we've had heads of big companies like uh, Areva, Duke Energy of the US, uh, Iberdrola of Spain and so on. These uh, people have all been talking about what they want and pretty strong consensus message coming out from them is they want stability and clarity from the leaders. They don't want to be left in a condition where they still don't really know what's going on, whether a negotiation is dragging on and they're not sure what they're going to have to do because they say, uh, the business leaders say that kind of uncertainty is inimical to investment. It's going to cause them all kinds of problems. They say if they know what the rules are, if they know what the outlook's going to be, and if they have stability in that, so leaders set out a framework that they know will last not just for years but for decades, and also if they have a clear price of carbon dioxide within that framework, that means there is an incentive to invest in low-carbon energy, then the investment will happen. This huge change in the world's energy system that's going to be required in order to curb carbon dioxide emissions, that change will happen. Uh, and then you know, we'll be able to look back on Copenhagen as a success. If they don't get that certainty from leaders, then they say the investment won't happen, emissions won't be curbed, and the problem, the threat of 
catastrophic climate change will grow. This is Ed Crooks for the Financial Times in Copenhagen.